Are you going to be all solemn like this? <laughs> I'm not solemn. You're not solemn? Oh, I thought you looked kind of solemn there. I'm sorry if I misinterpreted. You know, face can be misinterpreted. It was just a face thing. We got lights. We got we got sun coming in, shining on that cardboard box over there. <laughs> and the folded up laundry. And the folded up laundry. And uh, it looks kind of magic in here. Like it always does on a Saturday morning. Even the folded up laundry. Even the folded up laundry looks like magic folded up laundry in a magic cardboard box sitting over there. And I'm sitting over here going, it's 9.14 a.m. Saturday, September the 16th, 2023. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. I feel like my oohs are getting a little shaky there. Well, I'm glad you didn't do the Philip Glass thing again. You didn't like the Philip Glass thing last no. week? No. You're not into that kind of thing? No. The more experimental, the atonal, the 12 tone, the, 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 the whatever, the exotic, the uh, nouveau. I just couldn't find my way in. Well, you know, that's the whole nature of the thing. It's, uh, you know, it's got, uh, it's barriers. It's all about the barriers, you know, breaking through. I guess the audience can't really see the hand gestures, though. No, they can't. <laughs> and I don't know that the hand gestures helped. You don't think so? Well, it seems to be one of those kind of mornings here <laughs> in the treehouse. But the candles are lit. The fairy lights are happening. I think it's been a, it's been a contemplative and uh, kind of fraught in some subtle ways week. Here in Lake Abundance, over to you. Wait a minute, that's not that's not what I felt about this week. Oh. I felt I was this talking week... about my three retirement days. You know, I've retired three times oh. now. And I was thinking about that <laughs> that aspect of my you know my last day of work was last Thursday, then it was Tuesday, and then it was Thursday of this week. So that's three retirement days. Three, count them, three. But I would have said it was joyous and friend-filled and... Well, it was all of that too, Diane. I'm just talking about that. I guess I was just centering on the job situation. Sorry, that's why I sent it over to you so that we could get the rest of the information. I agree, it was friend-filled and wondrous. There was many exotic parts. But in the midst of that, I retired three times. Pretty good. Well, and hopefully, hopefully this one will take. Hope that last one. <laughs> hope that last one took. Boy, oh boy. The reason why Bill had to retire three times was because uh, the person that we were training the previous week uh, got she, come down with COVID over the weekend. Yeah, but she had already been exposed to COVID. Uh, Prior to her training with us. And, and she, she was, there she was, training with us. <laughs> and I was wearing a mask, and she was wearing a mask, but I was, uh, you know, yeah. I, it kind of scared me because yeah. I thought, man, I've got, I've got yes, Her roommate's surgery. got COVID, and, you know, here she is coming to work anyway, and, yeah. Yeah, so I was, I was scared to go back in to work, and so I asked you if you could work my last couple of days because I didn't want to 
be exposed to COVID right before my surgery, you know? So, I don't know. It's so weird when things like that are happening because what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do and, and who knows, you know, what will slip through and what won't. But, um, I just got a little spooked. Anyway, it was fine. I like working at the job. It was all fine and everything like that. It just seemed kind of funny. But the absolute highlight of the week was... Wednesday. Wednesday. When I didn't work because... We went out to Vashon. We went out to Vashon Island. To visit with Kat and John and Ainsley and Christine. Mm -hmm. The whole plan uh, came about because... uh, Kat and John had seen Ainsley and Christine just, I think, like the week before or something and or a couple of weeks before. And they were talking about some of the the things that I had been talking about with my cancer episode and about the vision that the that my friend Jackie had had that I was going to collage about. And they said, especially Christine, Ainsley had met me before, but she said, I've got to meet this woman. So, uh, so they set it up yeah. so that we could come over. And Ainsley made Indian food. Oh, man. It, it was, was so good, too. It was yummy. From so the moment good. we walked on to their doorstep, you, you could, could smell, smell the, the curries and everything. Oh, so fragrant. Very yummy. And that fluffy basmati rice or whatever it was. And it was just one of those times where you feel like, from the, the moment the, the that you enter, Cat and John was just was wonderful. I loved being able to spend the afternoon in just casual whatever came up types of conversation. I feel like I'm getting to know John better. I like him more every time I see him. Yeah, we and we went on a long walk with Cat and Brea, their dog. It was the short walk, if you'll recall. Well, they but called it, was, it the short walk. Yeah, but it was kind of a longish yeah. walk yeah. in yeah. some wooded area around their home. Mm-hmm. And um, you played with Brea and got scraped up. Well, I just got a scratch on my arm. Yeah. It was just a scratch. It bled a lot. It bled a lot. <laughs> John put about <laughs> put a gauze pad on it that was three quarters of an inch thick and then wrapped about 20 feet of gauze <laughs> around it. Tied it off. So, I just got a Band-Aid on it now, John, in case you're listening. <laughs> so I don't bump it up against something and start it bleeding again. But getting together with the six of us hmm. uh, was so amazing to me. It's just one of those times where from the moment you walk in, everybody is getting along famously and you feel like you all just were meant to be all in the same room. Yep. And that is not always true of a group of six people. Yeah. It was fun. The... But I I persist in saying I do not look like Nick Nolte. <laughs> yeah. Christine, Christine said, thought she... she... Yeah, she said, I'm sure you've heard this a hundred times, but you look a lot like Nick Nolte. And I was like, Nick Nolte? <laughs> Someone told me I looked like Russell Crowe once, and I... I don't think I, you look like either of those guys. Yeah, I, I think there must just be some feature they're looking been, at. Must have know? been the lighting in the room or something. I don't yeah. know. It was 
fairly low light. I, yeah, I, I think I, you're I, better looking than Nick Nolte. I think or the lower the light, the better looking I get. <laughs> I think you're I'm, better looking than both those guys. Anyway, it was a fun evening and very relaxed, and the food was amazing, and I don't know, the company was good, and you just can't, you can't buy that kind of stuff, man. Just has to happen. It's like grace. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. You know, it feels like grace. You just ah, ham and eggs. It's beyond luck to have friends like that. It's beyond luck. It is beyond luck. Yeah. So we are beyond lucky, Diane. We have moved past luck into some other kind of zone. I would agree with that. And I've been hearing from a lot of friends this week, which has been wonderful. I talked with Kathy, uh, my dear friend, um, who lives on Orcas Island, and we had a wonderful, sort of impromptu talk. She just, in fact, most of my conversations this week were somewhat impromptu, since it was sort of like people were checking in on me and saying, you know, what do you think about what's going on? And then... Uh, I just said I'd be happy to talk to you about it. You know, it's a lot easier for me to, to get on the phone with somebody and and talk about what's what I'm experiencing than just write it all out. So, And uh had a Zoom with my dear friend Chris Crawford and talked to Linda Rosales yesterday. Um, and, of course, my usual phone calls with my brother and... It was just, it's just been a a very sociable week, even though, for the most part, except for Wednesday, I've been staying at home. (laughs) Yeah. It's been nice. I got to talk to my friend, the big guy, quite a bit this week. Had church with Tim on Sunday. And uh, had an extra phone call from Tim this week, which is good. Well, Well, you're going down for a... A reunion of your junior high school. (laughs) Yep. Tim thought it would be a good idea to get the class of 73 from Mason Junior High School in Tacoma together. I think there might be about six of us there at the most. And if more people show up, they're going to have to find someplace else to have lunch because we booked a table for six and then. Because people just haven't responded. I mean, people. There's like twenty people have said they're interested. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> Either you're going, or not. we got to make, we got to tell the restaurant how many people they're going to be. It was funny though, because when Tim was talking to you about it, he said, "Yeah, it's he was like talking to his friend Bill Russ, who was a friend of ours from grade school." And Bill was like, "You're, you got to think about this, Tim." Oh, it was rolling. It was rolling. Who said you got to think about this, Tim? You're inviting people to relive probably what they remember as the worst part of their <laughs> of their life ever, which is early adolescence, and you know, middle school is you know like the highest point of angst in anyone's life. So, what is what, you're inviting people to go back into the nightmare? <laughs> what do you expect in terms of turnout? Why why did he think of junior? <laughs> Yeah, I was he just wondering. thought it was neat. He started with he started with grade school. He was going to do a fiftieth reunion of of the 
of the grades that was then the pandemic hit kind of blew that out of the water and uh, he must have had a great experience during those times i don't know he just thought it'd be fun he thought it would be an interesting idea you know because there's always the high school reunions well what about grade school what about junior high a lot of the people from our from the middle school would also be part of our high school reunion, so I don't know. But anyway, people haven't really responded very well, but I'm going to go down Tim and I will have lunch together if nobody else shows up. I've never been to one of my high school reunions yeah. because they're down in Sacramento. I have really no interest in going back down to Sacramento. Yeah. Oddly, I've been able to see a couple of people that you know, like John Pond and Celeste, right. they both visited up here. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, for the most part, I always kind of felt like if you're not staying in contact with people, there's probably a reason. So, you know, you just don't feel close enough to, to them. And yeah. and I'm not that curious about what happened to people. Well, I, I, you know, Tim, Tim kind of sparked the curiosity in me, so I was trying to help him drum up some interest and I just don't think it's there. <laughs> or the people are too spread out or something. A lot of them are dead. And uh, the most interesting ones are dead. This doesn't say much for me and Tim, does it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I also thought Roland's observation of the the high school reunions was interesting. That, well, that each he year... Went the, he went to the 40th. Tim and I, neither Tim and I made it to the 40th, but Roland went. He said it was a sad, sad event. <laughs> Bunch of old people waddling around. <laughs> well, he said that it was the first time he really felt like, oh my gosh, we've really aged in this yeah. this last period of time. Yeah, I, uh, my fifth, it's going to be my 50th high school year uh, reunion this year, and next, I'm not going. Next year. Yeah. Well, in 2024. Right. This impending year. Yes. yes. Mine, yeah. Mine's still a couple of years away. But if they have one, I'm going to try and go to it. Well, what it's a lot easier for you to go to than for yeah. me to go to. It's just down there in Tacky Town. I just never, I don't know, in high school, I had not found my tribe, man. Yeah. I remember when I was, I, I remember this very clearly after my high school graduation. Everybody was gathering, and there was this lawn, uh, kind of a rolling hill with a big oak tree on it, and it was always known as the senior lawn. And I remember Mm, that after our graduation, everybody was sort of on the senior lawn and saying their goodbyes, and many goodbyes were tearful, and I was thinking, man, I have no emotion of sadness leaving here. I knew that I was going to go to college at Pacific Lutheran University. I knew my best friend, Helen, was going to be going there, too. And so I felt like, yeah, I can certainly let this go, man. <laughs> See you never. I'm going to where it's real I mean, green. even the, the high school friends that I was talking about, they were my brother's class, not mine. I, I didn't have that many people in my class that I just really attach myself to except for Helen hmm. so well, I did not find my tribe early I found it in my later years and then I really found it so <coughs> but how many tribes 
Well, but I, I think a lot of times, too, that, like with you, you stayed in the same area for a long, long time in your life, and and we were always moving around, so uh, I, I didn't get adjusted to many people in the different places. Um, but I think about someone like John Pond, though, because his family, his family, he was in a military family and he was moving around all the time and he seemed to stay in touch with all these people. He's a different kind of social animal maybe yeah. or something. I don't know. Anyway. I don't, I can't explain it, Diane. I can't. But if somebody approached me with the idea of getting some junior high school <laughs> people back together, I'd say, count me out. <laughs> yep. Well, there you go. Some of these ideas, you know, you got to just throw it up I, against the wall, oh, see if it sticks. I love it that he's doing it. Yeah. I loved him so much. Yeah, he's, anyway. He's one of a kind. The yeah. other thing that I thought was notable about this week was, I mean, it's been growing, this uh, discovery of Andrea Gibson yeah. as a poet. Yeah. Um, our friend Colette had let the Westminster Basement Study Group know about Andrea Gibson, who is just has just become the uh, poet laureate of Colorado. of Colorado, and because our friend had posted this, I I went up to see her uh, poet. Uh, I chose the poem that one of the poems that she read at her honoring, and it was called acceptance speech after setting the world record in goosebumps and i watched the poem watched her read it uh and i just was totally enchanted by this poem and so then i started looking up more poetry by her and found out that uh, many of her poems are about having cancer and and I was totally undone by her poet poems about cancer uh, because she seems to have the same experience that, that I have been feeling and that Mary has been feeling that we had been sharing with each other, which has sort of seen this as a period of wonderment, you know. <clears throat> and I watched this interview with her <clears throat> That completely undid me because uh, she was just talking about her views of the of the world, and they just asked these set questions that uh, that they had composed, and her answers just were wonderful. Yeah, Andrea Gibson. There's a whole lot of videos on YouTube of Andrea Gibson reading. You can't find any text of her poems, so we ordered her book. Yeah. And it's a great book. Um, it's dense. It's good stuff. So I'm learning some Andrea Gibson, or learning to get my mouth around some Andrea Gibson. Well, she definitely is a poet who has memorized her poetry and presents it. Yeah. And it's quite astounding so that was a really marvelous thing about this week too for me 
definitely for me too. Quite a discovery. So, should we talk about the music for today, or do you have other newsworthy bits? Uh, I don't think I do. Well, the the song that I really thought about today was "Sanctuary" by our dear friend and the <laughs> most fantastic songwriter, Cat Eccleston. And I was thinking about it because of being with them and how long she has been my friend. And, um, and of course, we were talking about all the, the feelings of the eons that we've known each other, not just this lifetime with Ainsley and Christine, because Christine was saying, so how did the two of you meet? And so we were telling the, the story of our meeting, which was from the moment go, feeling like we knew each other from some other time. I was saying she was the first one who made me feel like reincarnation was real. Yeah. And um, and I just love the, the fact that she says, you were safe with me in the song. And that was the feeling that I felt the most in that, that evening, too. I mean, not only when we were... Th- with Kat and John, but when we were with the six of us, was just this feeling of safety that you could just be yourself. And um, and I was thinking what a precious thing that is. <clears throat> I don't know that everybody has friendships that that feel that way. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time. And just what I was talking about with high school. You know, I didn't feel safe with that many people in high school. Right. Um, and so, and I, I felt like my early 20s and uh, that I was kind of casting around to find friends. And then I, I had some friends who really did some pretty nasty things. Like I had these friends who asked me whether they could borrow a twin bed that I had and some, uh, because they were moving into this place and, and, uh, and they didn't return it to me. They, they sold it. And kept the money. <laughs> when I heard about that, I was like, "Really?" You know, things, things like that had happened to me, and I just felt uh, sometimes betrayed by friends. So when I was able to find such wonderful friends that I felt safe with and knew that they would never betray me in any way, that that's a that's a precious thing in your life. And as I was listening, I was just in tears, which is why Bill was saying I was looking solemn. Yeah. But, but it was mostly just because um, at the, when truth is being spoken, you, you get emotional about it. Incoming. So we got songs. <laughs> Diane's gone quiet. <laughs> I was thinking, you really, you really want to end it with that. So we got songs. 
<laughs> Pardon me, I'm gonna have another drink of coffee. Okay, maybe. I guess we gotta keep going for a little while. Right? You boy, Get this train back on the track. That's good coffee. Before we reach the station. Yeah. Coming around the clubhouse turn. <laughs> you know what I like? What? I like that picture that Kelly made us. It's beautiful. I like it. I look at that picture so much. He's a good friend, that Kelly Murphy. I like him. I like his wife, Mary, too. They're peaches. That's what they are. They're peaches in our lives. We are probably the wealthiest people in friendships. It's just the most amazing thing. It is good.
run on the shifting ground Tensing for the starting gun Deaf to softer sounds Day and night something, someone seems to hunt you down Hear my voice, take my hand, stop turn around when you start this race again take these words for free my own my true my trusted friend